It's December 30th, and you're listening to the Magnificent Fantasy Football Show. December 30th? Holy shit. 2021 is almost done. It's DFS week 17, which means... This podcast is almost done. This is going to be the last DFS podcast of the year. Good luck to you if you want to forge on, but this is all I'm doing in this weird little test year. And kind of on the vein of weird little test year, um, this is this last one is going to be sloppy. I'm not going to lie. haven't really done any research and do everything on the fly. Uh, so hang tight. <laughs> You're going to hear the process, you know, thinking of the pros are going to hear me go through the process, my thought process, how we want to look at certain things. There's a lot to consider. Um, this week has gotten very complex, obviously, you know, late in December, we have a lot of weather to look at. Um, also late in December, we have a lot of playoff implications to look at. Teams that are playing for glory, teams that are in the playoffs but are playing for seeding, and teams that don't really have anything to play for. So we'll try to figure that out as quickly as possible on the fly, but there's going to be some awkward moments, and that's what I live for. I live for the awkward. So after that long, awkward pause, um, let's get into it. Let's look at, first of all, where... This podcast succeeded last week. Um, nailed it. Had Joe Burrow. He did pretty darn good, huh? Pretty good. Over 500, yard pass, 500 yards passing. And can't remember, three or four touchdowns. Had T. Higgins and Chase on this as well. Unfortunately, it didn't matter if you had guys like uh, J-Rob and Sandy. Miles Sanders both got hurt. Um... That killed you. Of course, Antonio Brown, everyone was on that one. And then Dallas Goddard was not a good play. So hindsight, obviously, if you would have had uh, um, Mark Andrews on that tight end list, would have helped. If you would have done the Joe Burrow and T and Chase stack like I suggested, that's what you should have done. Um should have gone three runbacks. Should have gone Damian Harris, uh, Justin Jackson. God, I faded the chalk. I was being too cute. I faded Jackson. I faded Antonio Brown. Got too cute. Had these guys down, but got too cute. Didn't do them. So, gross. Um, don't get cute. Play it safe. Pick those guys that are going to get points. With high floors high ceilings, and um, that's what we'll try to figure out this week. It's going to be really, really hard to figure out, but we'll try to figure it out. <clears throat> um, no showdown slate tonight on Thursday. It's weird. We've, we've gotten used to football like every damn day. Football on Sunday, football on Monday, football on Tuesday, football on Thursday, football on Saturday, and now all of a sudden there's no football on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? God. 
it's not really weaning us off the NFL. I'm talking to you, the NFL. Um, but yeah, holy shit. Lots, lots and lots and lots of games to talk through today. So I'll try to be brief to the best of my abilities. But that's hard for me. It's hard. Not too brief of a guy. You know what I mean? So we'll get this list ready. We'll talk. <clears throat> Week 17 DFS, DFS with the main slate that has 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Gotta scroll. 13, 14. 14 games. Holy shit. Let's try to figure this out. <laughs> as I not so discreetly clear my throat while I play that drop, and you could still probably hear me. I'm certain of it. All right, first game of the Schleit. ATL going to Buffalo. And the 7 and 8 flipping Falcons. Again, how the fuck did that happen? Oh, man. So, Falcons... Don't have a shot of getting in the playoffs if this uh, website I'm looking at is right. So we'll trust it weather-wise. God, there's a lot of games that have a chance of rain. It's going to make things sloppy. Uh, weather-wise. There it is. Um, cloudy, 7% chance of snow. So nothing scaring you on that side. Um Falcons haven't really had anything to play for all year long. I'm surprised they don't at least aren't in the hunt. I'm going to pause for a sec. No, the Falcons do have a shot at getting in the playoffs. <clears throat> I was looking at that wrong. Um, yeah, on the bubble with the 7-8 Vikings and the 7-8 Saints and the 6-9 Washington football team. Um, as far as tiebreakers, they have the tiebreaker over New Orleans. And Minnesota has the tiebreaker over ATL. Shouty. Currently, what is it? The Eagles and the Niners are holding down the wildcard spots. So ATL, you got a shot. Um, so a lot to play for in this game. Uh, even for Buffalo. Uh, let's see. Yeah, they're still trying to win the conference, so Buffalo has a lot to play for as well. So Buffalo wants to win. ATL wants to win. And let's look at these matchups. So we've got Diggs with one of the better cornerbacks in the NFL, so he's a fade. Uh, Cole Beasley and Sanders draw some pretty decent matchups. Um, Singletary draws a pretty good matchup. Knox, Knox draws a pretty good matchup. So it's basically everyone in this offense except for Sanders. And let's just take a quick peek at how these, or everyone except for Diggs, sorry. All these Buffalo players minus Diggs have been playing. And Singletary. Um, Singletary had the last three games. I know they're saying he's our guy now. And now he's getting goal line rushes, which which is good. Um, but yeah, 82%, 93%, 68% snap percentage the last three weeks. So they actually mean it. 
Um, God, against Tampa Bay, he only had four rushes and was on the field for 82% of the snaps. But he's getting like seven targets, six targets. Versus Carolina, 22 carries, only one target. So he's actually a pretty good sneaky bell cow. And nobody is really looking at him that way, including DraftKings. He's only at 54. So first guy on the list, we're going Devon Single Terry at 54. Got to do it. Got to put him there. Too cheap. And uh, yeah, let's look at the Beasles. Let's look at the Sanders. Let's look at the Gabe Davis, those types of guys. <sighs> Cole, 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 Beasley. Um, who's on the COVID? Oh, yeah. He's totally anti-vax. Forgot about that. Cole Beasley was on the COVID list last week. He and Gabe Davis, they've been activated. Um, so they're going to play in this one. But before that... Cole, I don't know, 46%, 81% against Tampa. It's it's too much to try to understand. Uh, Sanders only had 32% snap percentage week 14 and then had 82% versus New England, only four targets, um, with Cole and Gabe out. And Gabe, Gabriel, was on the up and up. Um... Week 14 and 15, he had 83% and 90% snap percentage before he went on the COVID list. And eight targets and seven targets. So this is a guy who everyone kind of forgot by now. He's been the guy. So if Diggs is shadowed, I'm going to think Gabriel. Gabriel? Gabe, my son Gabriel. Uh, Davis. God, he's got to be, you got to look at him here. Okay. Yeah, I got to look at, he's 5K, so a little bit more expensive than I thought he would. But that's worth it. Gabriel Davis, 5K. Oh, it's baby waking up. Might have to pause. Might have to run up. She's sleeping still. Just sleep noises. All right, Gabriel Davis at 5K. And Josh Allen, I'm sure he's one of the top-priced quarterbacks. And uh, guess what? He is the top-priced quarterback at 8K. So we're going to call it appropriate. And look at the Falcons against this tough Bills defense. Um, Looks like their main dude, uh, Tredavious White, Still injured. Okay. Okay, but I'm not going to trust anybody here. Um, Patterson might get it done. I don't know. Stephen's just too tough, and this offense too hard to figure out. So fade. That's a fade here. And we'll keep cruising. The Giants and the Bears. Don't have to look these teams up for any implications. Um, six and nine and five and ten. Or four and eleven and five and ten. These teams have nothing to play for except for pride and glory. And I don't know. I think you know a lot of these players will probably still 
put it all out there. Nothing to play for except for pride um, against a beatable team in both of their eyes. So they're probably going to want to win. And um, it might be full starting again. We'll do a quick check. See how that Fields is doing. Fields. Still limited, unlike Dalton. Fields, ankle, was a limited practice participant Wednesday, while fellow Bears QB Andy Dalton, groin, returned to full participation. All right, so Fields might be back, is what you got from that cute little voice I made. Um, Fields might be back, and I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Giants secondary tough on the perimeter all year long. Easy to run against. Montgomery should be busy. Um, Mooney draws a pretty okay matchup. I think a pretty darn okay matchup. Aaron Robertson and the slots been doing okay, though. Third round rookie. Um, I don't know. This game is just too boring and too gross to take seriously. Oh, shit. Closed out that tab I didn't want to close out. Got to open up my NFL weather report roto again and see what it looks like. Partly cloudy, so 3% chance of snow. Nothing to worry about with that. Um, yuck. I don't know. Drink my coffee and think about it. Hold on. Let's just look, look and see how Mooney and... Uh, Monty did last week. Davey Monty, 78% snap percentage, carried the ball 21 times, and only 45 yards against the Seahawks. Not a good look. What is a good look? Nine targets, seven catches, 61 yards. So I like it. Like that versus a terrible run defense. And um, Mooney, to the Mooney. Darnell Mooney, <clears throat> uh, nine targets, five catches, 57 yards. Okay, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about that. Um, Darnell Mooney is, uh, let me get their prices. <clears throat> Told you this is going to be sloppy. Darnell Mooney, 55, and uh, DeMont, 65. Ooh, is that the highest DeMont's been all year? Thought he was going to be in the five range. Thought he was going to be on the list. But yeah, he's breaking a salary record for him. Um, Comes in at 65. And no thank you. (laughs) No thank you, David. At that price, no thank you. But 55 for Mooney. Sure. He can can go there. Word or shaver. Darnell Mooney. 5,500. Cole Komet, uh, 3,400, sure, if you want. Might be a punt tight end week. We'll see how we feel about it. For the Giants, um, I'm coming into this one liking Tony. Bears are kind of tough on the perimeter. Not so much in the slot. Terrible run defense. So Saquon, if healthy, and Tony... Um, but if Frum is throwing him the ball, ugh. Danny Dimes is shut down for the season. It's official. Is it going to be Jake Frum? They're going to split the snaps. 
Fromm was replaced by Glenn in the second half last week. Wow. Okay. Yeah, they both suck at quarterback. And do you really think they're going to bell cow Barkley on a bum leg? Uh, he didn't practice Wednesday. How many snaps did he get? Barkley got this game. 34% snap percentage. He's likely suiting up, but <clears throat> for the most part, quote-unquote, getting shut down. And Tony is... I'm really intrigued by Tony. He has a shoulder issue that popped up. Um, He only had a 51% snap share, but nine targets last week. Huh. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. But he's only 46. So I think even if he plays half the snaps, if he's getting nine targets, Tony at 46 is okay. Kadarius, Tony makes the list at four to six. All right. <clears throat> Take that. <clears throat> Take a few more. You're welcome. Okay. Um, That's it there. God, only two games down. How many did I say we got? Like 14. Shit. Here's a big one. Big Tamin. Um, the Chiefs and the Bengals. I know both of these teams have a lot to play for. Uh. The Chiefs are still fighting for a one seed. What's that picture look like? They've clinched the playoff, but there's a lot of 11. I mean, we've got the Packers still haven't clinched the one seed. So the Chiefs 11-4, Packers 12-3, Cowboys 11-4, Rams 11-4, Bucks 11-4. There's still a lot of teams fighting for playoff seeding. And... um. God, with the Bengals, of course, the nine ones, they're right there. They have a lot to play for. Um, they're in the hunt. Am I looking at this weird? Um, they're first in the AFC North. Okay, that's what I was looking at. So yeah, Bengals still have a lot to play for. Got that big win against the Ravens, but they're going to want to win this game. Um, they have the firepower to do it. Uh, might be a mix-in game. Chiefs secondary has been tough to attack all year long. And, God, I think, I really, really think with Mike, the way Mike Hughes has been playing and Char, Charvius Ward, um, makes it really tough for Chase and Higgins. <clears throat> You might have to funnel to uh, against Legereus Sneed. <clears throat> Take that again. You're welcome. Uh, to Tyler Board. <clears throat> God. Tyler Boyd. Um, Joe Mixon. I don't know. It might be their time to shine. Mixon has some security to him. He had his second highest snap percentage last week. Carried the ball 18 times. Only had 65 yards rushing, but had six catches, 70 yards for another touchdown. So that's a pretty safe play if you're looking at this. Um, comes in at 75. Probably underpriced. Probably. I don't know. 
with Chase and T having tough matchups, just seeing this funnel to Tyler. He's at 5,400. I don't know. Maybe that's appropriate for Boyd. But Mixon at 7,500. We'll just put him down there for insurance purposes. Because if he goes off, I want to be like, I had him on uh, had him on my list. Joe Mixon, what did I say? 75. <clears throat> <clears throat> there you go. That was a good one. I really did that one in your ear. Right in your ear. Um, yeah, Tyler Boyd, 54. Not going to put it down, but I still want credit if he gets there. Um, Chiefs. Yeah. The Chiefs versus this Deef. The Chief versus the Deef. Um, Tyreek Hill. Uh, oh, he is going against Mike Hilton. Pretty tough slot cornerback. We'll give him that. But he's not faster than our boy. If I had to guess. Bold guess. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, Hill. Tyreek Hill. And uh, probably a high-scoring game. I mean... Chase and T aren't going to blow up like they did last week, but they'll get some catches. Boyd will get maybe, you know, more than what he's used to. Mixon will get some touchdowns. Joe Burrow is really good. It's going to put the heat on this Chiefs offense. And you know what? You know what? I'm just going to look at this quick. I got suckered in last week because <clears throat> I saw... This Bengals defense not doing too good. And I got suckered in to starting Josh Jackson or whatever that guy's third string quarterback's name is for the Ravens. And he still did pretty good. You know? So if he can do pretty good, yeah, Josh Johnson. <clears throat> he had over 300 yards passing and three touchdowns. So if he can do pretty good, I'm pretty sure. Patrick Mahomes can do pretty good as well. Um, Josh Johnson's main targets were, I think he spread it out, five targets to Bateman, um, nine targets to Marquise. He didn't catch a lot of those. Wow. Sammy Watkins only had 5% snap share, didn't do shit. And then most of this went to Mark Andrews, if I remember. Yeah, 10 targets. So... Who knows? Maybe maybe that just screams Kelsey game. Mark Andrews can. So can he. Um, I don't know. I like both. I like Kelsey. I like Hill. These guys want to win. And that's what you need to look for. You need to look for stars that need to win. And Tyreek Hill, 83. <clears throat> and Kelsey at 73. Um, not going to put him on my... On, eh. I'm going to put on my list because it's one of those weeks. You just have to pay for the studs. So Ty Freak and Kelsey at 73 and 83. Okay. Did I look at the weather? Did I look at this weather? Uh, cloudy. So nothing that's going to hurt you there. <clears throat> God. Okay. I mean, I'll, and try to zip through this. Um, it's not just an hour of me clearing my throat in your ears. Although, 
Give me one more here. Hold on. <clears throat> oh, the coffee is cool. Yeah. Coffee is good. Getting cold. Um, Dolphins defense is just so good. And that's what the game we're going to next. Versus the Tanny Hills and the Titans, the Tanny Hill Titans. AJ Brown killed it last time they played. Um, really like this secondary Xavier Howard, Byron Jones. Don't see the same fate in AJ Brown's future in this one. And it looks really tough for these Titans. They're going to have to try to run, but this D line is really good this year. And that's kind of how you want to attack them in the slot and um, pound the rock. But I'm, I'm seeing the Titans not scoring a ton of points. So moving on. And Titans have a pretty good secondary. Um, you know, in the slot, they're pretty good too. It's just kind of above average everywhere. So I like Waddle. I know a lot of funnels to him, but I'm seeing this being a low scoring game. I don't think Waddle is worth it. He's priced up at 67, one of his highest point totals. Um, Gesicki could be okay. I, yeah, I just I don't think there's gonna be a lot of points scored here. Which brings us to Vegas and Indy. <sighs> Vegas is eight and seven, so they're still in the hunt. And the Colts at nine and six, of course, are still in the hunt. Um, Raiders suck at stopping the run. Looks like they're pretty beat up in the secondary too. So, yeah, really tough in this slot. That's right. <clears throat> but Pittman and Hilton, I don't know. I it's obviously a Jonathan Taylor game. Just looking at this, uh, you run on this team, and if you're trying to get in the playoffs, you lean on your best player. So. Jonathan, Joe Nathan, Taylor, what you at, bud? I know you're up there. I know you were up there. Highest price at 9K. It's not bad. Jonathan Taylor makes the list. Johnny Taylor Swift, 9K. <sighs> Stupid Raiders offense without the Waller, I believe. I don't know if that's changed. I'm just going to assume without the baller. Um, Colts deep, tougher in the slot. No thank you on the Renfro. Not going to guess uh, Deshaun Jackson or Zay Jones blow up. Um, yeah. yeah, Colts defense looking pretty good. Not going to pick any of those offensive weapons there. <clears throat> Take that again. Um, next. All right, so Jags, nothing to play for. Patriots need a win. In a game, I believe I saw this. This game has some rain, I do believe. Nope. 19% chance of rain in Foxborough. All right, so might be a little sloppy. Of course, um, if you want to go up and grab Pat's defense, it'll cost you. Otherwise... Uh, Damian Harris. It's probably a pretty good, pretty good safe play. He comes in at 66, and he's been limited this week. He was limited last week too before he got three touchdowns. So Damian at you know 66. Well, hold on. 
How's our boy, Ramondre? Stevenson. He's back and healthy. He didn't play last week. So the Patriots roulette will continue. I don't think Damian is worth it at 66. With our boy Stevenson back, um, they're going to divvy that up, especially if they want to keep Harris healthier and a pretty easy win. Yeah, Stevenson is going to get some run, pun intended. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, don't think I'm going to put anybody down. I think the Patriots just win, run away with it. <laughs> um, Stevenson's at 5,300, so I think even that is appropriate. Uh, yeah, nothing to see here. And nothing you want on the Jags side of the ball. Okay. Tampa Bay going to New York to play them Jets. Tampa Bay needs a win. Jets have been playing like they need a win lately, but they don't. Bucks defense is kind of beat up. So I could actually see this forcing um forcing the Bucks to air it out, be a little bit more aggressive than they need to be. Looking up, Jets somehow score points in every game this year. I don't know how, um, but I'm not going to guess which Jet will do it. And Bucks side the ball, of course, Antonio Brown, 100,000% 61. Float like a butterfly, stink like a B. Antonio, um, 61 for sure. Okay, Rojo. This is what we got to do. We got to look at Rojo. Ronald Jones. Snap percentage last week, only 52%. 52% snap share and still carry the ball 20 times and had three targets. That is crazy. Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn. I know Vaughn must have gotten the rest of that. He did okay. Vaughn had 36% snap share. Ran the ball seven times for 70 yards. Insane. And he got high praise from Arians after that. Said he thinks Vaughn is a lead dog and not just a third down back. Which could mean this third rounder could be leaned on more without Fournette and Bernard available. Okay. So... No Rojo is what that's telling me. Rojo is 63. Your boy Vaughn, Vani, is at 52. So that's a risk. It's just like Stevenson, um, who is at 53. So, yeah, stay away from that one. Antonio Brown, only guy you need. And it looks like Jets are kind of tough against tight end, so I'm not going to get cute with Gronky. And then a divisional matchup. Both of these teams need a win. <clears throat> these teams have played each other before. Uh, it's Washington football team and the Eagles. Somehow the Washington football team at 6-9 still have a shot. Eagles. Wash. Just going to look at their game from the last time they played. Football team. Type in this voice. Uh, 2021. Okay. And there it is. There it is. Is this it? Yeah, okay. 
I forgot. So last time these teams played, Garrett Gilbert started, which kind of hurt them. Gibson didn't do much. 15 carries, 26 yards, and a touchdown. McLaurin only had two catches, 51 yards. Gibson had six catches, 39 yards. And that's about it on that side of the ball. And then the Eagles, Miles Sanders, 131 yards rushing. But Sandy is hurt, isn't he? Broke his hand or something, I think. He is out. He's on the IR. Okay. So, Jordan Howard, Boston Scott, Kenneth Gadenwell. Um, I don't know. Good guess. I don't care. I don't care to guess it. Howard is 52, Gainwell is 5, Scott, they're all like the same price. No thanks. Nope. Um, What else happened in this stupid game? Dallas Godier, Godier, Goddard, 7 catches, 135 yards. I like it. I like it. Goddard's only 51 hundro. So we'll do Dallas. I know he stunk it up last week. But Devonta Smith didn't. So maybe they'll just have to lean on him again. And looking at this match, uh, Heineke will be back. Maybe Gibson will do a little bit better, but not by much. I think McLaurin still draws a tough matchup. I don't know. I think this is a tough D. Gibson might punch one in, but he's not going to have that ceiling game, I don't believe. Gibson is 59, so maybe that's a probe. Um, hmm. I think Devonta, tough match. Yeah. Dallas Goddard, that's it. Okay. Let's go a little faster, please. I want to get through this. It's hot in this office. Baby might be waking up, so we really got to cruise. All right, Rams and Ravens. Ravens proved that they can allow a 500-yard passer. Um, they're playing at home. Maybe that'll matter. Ooh, they get Jimmy Smith back in this one, so that helps a little. Hold on. Got to sneeze. Yep, that was a sneeze and not a cough. Hear it all the time. Don't act like you're original. Um, yeah, Cooper Cup. I thought Beckham could pull a T. Higgins, but Jimmy Smith back. He could do okay, but still, I mean, still, it's Cooper Cup against this secondary. I don't know. Don't know how you say no to that. And Coop is at 95. Maybe that's how. That is pricey, but we're still going to put him down because that is safe. In a week where safe matters. Did we talk about weather for the Eagles-Washington football team? Oh, Eagles-Washington football team. Rain game. That makes me want to stay away from Dallas. Dallas Goddard. We'll put an asterisk by his name. Check the report on that one. Um... For this one, Rams and Ravens, this one's rain game. 34% chance of rain. So, put an asterisk by Cooper Cup. This could be a low-scoring, conservative game. A ground and pound, or however they phrase it. Um, God, Acres? What is Acres looking like? 
Acres. Camabus Acres. Did I forget how to spell his name? Cam. Oh, I can't find this dude. Acres. There he is. Full participant. <clears throat> so Acres practiced in full on Wednesday. Um, Acres handled every rep thrown his way. Okay. Cam Acres. Oh, that's interesting. Sony Michelle is still out there. I doubt Cam comes back and just lead dog. That would be silly. Sillier things have happened. For Fonzies, Cam is 48. Hmm. So Henderson's on the IR. Yeah. I mean, Sony Michelle is still going to lead this one. And I don't know why I spent so much time on it, because Raven's Rundy is actually pretty tough. So they have that going for them. Um, yeah, in a rain game, I don't know. I don't know. We're just going to stop right there. Uh, Lamar Jackson looks like he's back. He was limping at practice, but whatever. Uh, tough defense. We're moving on. Nobody to like here. Denver Chargers. I think I had the Broncos down as the cheapest defense I liked. Just going to throw that out there um, on paper. They got, looks like they got Jonas Griffin back. Um, pretty good linebacker. I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up. But their D has been playing pretty good. They played tough versus this offense last time they played. And on paper, it looks like Chargers should be able to do a lot, but I don't know. The way the Broncos play, they just run the ball. Run, run, run. And um, kill a lot of clock. Chargers defense has been bad. Drew Locke's starting, though. I don't know. Williams and Melvin are going to run a lot. Yeah, nothing to see here. Moving on. Houston, San Fran. Whoo. Houston, nothing to play for. San Fran, something to play for. You're going to have Trey Lance starting. And weather for this game, clear. We're in the clear. So, shoo, shoo. <clears throat> Wait, is Garoppolo going to play now? Jeez, I can't keep up. Holy smokes. Jimmy. Jimmy G. Jim A.G., baby. Listed as a DNP. Grade 3 sprain. Also has a small fracture. But there's a chance he'll play against the Texans. Doesn't need surgery. Ugh. Keep an eye on it. Obviously, Trey Lance is a must start against these stupid Texans. But they're going to pretend like Garoppolo is healthy enough with a fracture and a grade 3 sprain in his throwing thumb. Doubt that one. Um, Elijah. Let's see how healthy this dude is. Limited. Chance to play. Okay, okay. Not sure how much of a workload they'll give him. But even at a 53% snap percentage against the Rams in Week 10, he had 27 carries. Ugh. Mitchell is just too good. Too good of a spot. Versus too bad of a team. So, God, otherwise, Kittle has a good matchup. Ayuk has a good matchup. Debo has a good matchup. 
man, it's a tough one to figure out. So we'll figure it out just by looking at the prices. And Trey Lance at 48 is obvious. Um, these other guys, though, I mean, Mitchell is 6K. I think it's worth it. I think he will play. I think he is healthy, which hurts Debo in the run game at 87. Ayuka is 59, not worth it. Kittle, 71. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think if Trey is playing, he'll throw the ball, but not a shit ton, and he won't have to a shit ton. Um, he'll get touchdowns on the ground and through the air, and so will Mitchell. So just liking Trey Lance. Trey, Trey Lance at 48. I'm just going to assume he's going to start. And Eli Mitch at six. <clears throat> that was a good one. Probably won't have to clear my throat for the rest of the show now. Um, Texans. Whew. Texans. You know what? Holy shit, this secondary is pretty beat up. Um, Manuel Mosley, I don't think, is coming back to play yet. His backup has been terrible. Manuel Mosley. Let's see where he's at injury-wise. Expected to miss several weeks. Okay. That was a back on the 6th, so he could be coming back, but it doesn't look like he is. And, um... Yeah, Nico and Cooks with Mills. Burkhead killed it last week. That's not going to happen again. Um, you know, this is, let's just let's do this. Uh, Cooks at six k. Ooh, too expensive. Nico at four k. I know he didn't do the best last week. God, last two weeks he had ten targets against Seahawks. And then just four targets in both of the last two games. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm not going to attack that one. Mills at 55. Yeah, okay. So there's intrigue there, but not enough to make the list for any of them. And finally, we're on to the Cardinals at Dallas Cowboys. Both teams have a shit ton to play for. And... God, I think this Dallas offense, I got over 300 yards passing in the first half <clears throat> last week against Washington football team. Um, it's going to come out firing again. This is definitely a good one to attack. It's just tough because is it Cooper? Is it Lamb? Is it Gallup? Uh, Elliott's kind of looking good again. Dalton Schultz is looking pretty good. This defense is just okay, and if the, if the Cowboys' defense gives up points against the Cardinals, Cardinals haven't been hot, but um, that could change. Dak Prescott at 67 is only the ninth highest priced quarterback. That is sneaky. God, sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Dak at 67. Elliot at 71 scares me a little. Um, 
Yeah, he got a couple touchdowns last week, but he only carried the ball nine times. So no to that one. Uh, C.D. Lamb at 71, Cooper at 66, Gallup is only 48. That seems too cheap. Dallin Schultz, uh, Dallin Schultz, 8 of 9 targets, 82 yards in touch. God. Dalton, uh, you know what? I'm kind of remembering Cardinals coverage in the middle of the field is pretty good. They have those young first-round linebackers. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going gonna, gonna to fade Schultz and Lamb. You gotta convince yourself however you can. And um yeah, it's looking like I wonder how Cooper has been lining up. Okay, so Cooper was kind of the slack guy to begin the year, but now he's lining up out wide twice as often as he is in the slot. And Lamb has kind of taken over as a slot guy. Um almost the same split, but Lamb lines up in the slot a little bit more than Cooper. And Gallup is just purely outside guy. <clears throat> so I had to pause quick there, but I, I know I was talking about Michael Gallup because I have his beautiful face on my screen. A beautiful face. And yeah, he's in a good spot. He's only 48. And we're doing Mari Cooper and Michael Gallup on this list. So, Coop 66, Gallup 48. That's worth it. That's worth it. In a game like this, I mean, come on. Ridiculous. Um, Gotta do Dacky Boy. Trey Lance isn't starting. Dak Prescott, 67. Too cheap for that guy. <clears throat> All right. And that's what we like there. We like it. Um, God. Yeah, I'm trying to rule out CD Lamb, but uh, he's in a hell of a good spot, too. You know? It's all these guys. Um, anyway, Lamb will cost you more. So he's probably priced where he needs to be um but hey who knows the cowboys can fire it off like they did last week and they have to play four quarters and not just two holy shit that's all i gotta say all right dallas deep against the cardinals um murray kyler murray is up there he's up there um Still no D-hop. You've got Diggs and Brown, Oliver Wesley, and Green. Uh, I'd imagine they get Rondale Moore more involved. But Christian Kirk as their main slot guy. I mean, that's kind of like it. Surprisingly, they have Anthony Brown playing in the slot more. Uh, this year he's been above average. So, with how Kirk fell on his face last week, let's just take a peek. Christian Kirk, 85% snap percentage, 9 targets, 7 catches. That was versus Indy. Huh, you know, I, 
That'll get you there. That will get you there. So we'll do Kirk making the list. Christian. Christian. Kirk. Making that list. He's only at 58. So we'll take it. And then try to figure out this backfield for me, please. Anybody? So we got Connor. J. Cone. Where are you at? I mean, it's supposed to with an ER. That was an OR. That's weird. Uh, Connor, not practicing yet. He's got a hurt heel. All right. He didn't suit up last week. He's in a similar situation this week. And then you got Chase Edmonds. Where's he at? So. He was limited, but absolutely, if Connor is out, he was the man last week. 92% snap percentage, 16 carries, 9 targets. Um, Yeah, that'll work. That will work. And he's only 57. So, if no J-Con, then for sure, Chase Edmonds. 57. We like it. Put a little asterisk. Put a little asterisk there. And yeah. I mean, this game is in Dallas, so in a dome. Nothing to worry about. Um, Zach Ertz. You know, I just have flashbacks to Gronk week one versus Dallas Deef. But they've been tougher against the tight end recently um zach zachua Ertz has an, a hamstring issue and holy smokes he had 13 targets last week wow all right and that was versus the colts who had probably put you know on the same tier as dallas deep uh 13 targets holy smokes um, all right. Yeah, all things are pointing up for Zach Ertz at 52. And I was reevaluating tight end. We're gonna take Dallas Goddard off. Zach Ertz 52 instead. And you know what? Cole Komet has been getting it done. He's been getting a lot of targets, and he's still only 3400 for some bad defense. So I added Cole Komet to that list. I mentioned him earlier, wasn't sure how it was going to shake out. It shakes out. So there you have it. All right. Now let's wrap this thing up. Two more games. Divisional game. Carden, the, the Panthers playing the Saints. And Saints still want to win for some reason. Um, should have Taysom Hill back. Panthers defense is still pretty tough. Looks like Stefan Gilmar isn't going to play, so that could be interesting. But, God, I don't want to figure this one out at all. This defense is actually looking really bad without Stefan. What's going on with Stefan? Let's find out. Stefan Gilmar. Is it COVID? Is it injury? 
His groin. He didn't practice. Wow. Okay. What about the weather? Please let there be weather in this one. I don't want to be in, drawn into it. Weather, weather, weather in a dome. Damn mitt. Okay. So a dome game. Um, Taysom Hill likely back. Taysom Hill. He's at 6K. Jeez. All right. Both those dudes are back. Kamara is 7,900. I don't know. With the Taysom Hill, it's too risky. Callaway at 46. He had nine targets with Taysom versus the Bucks last time they played together. Six catches, 112 yards. Marquez with no Stefan Gilmore. Holy shit. Look at what we have here. Um, yeah, Quez is getting on there. Only 42. Deontay Harris might still be out. Found himself on the code one day before. All right. He might be cleared in time. So, all right. Harris, whatever. He just got done with the suspension. Um, Traquan is kind of beat up. Didn't practice on Wednesday. Yeah. Marquez Callaway, 4,600. No Stefan Gilmore. The sneakiest sneak of the week. Calling that one. So Marquez. Callaway at 46 all day. Holy shit. I'm going to brag about that one. Looks like Troutman is back. Interesting. Okay. So yeah, we like that a lot. Uh, Saints defense still very good. Uh, Panthers offense, still very bad. And more versus Lattimore, nope. Uh, Anderson, nope, 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 nope. So St. Steve, that's it. All right, last game, finally, thank God. I'm burning up in this hot office. We've got the Seahawks at home versus the Lions. Both teams, nothing to play for. How's the weather look? You might wonder. Keep wondering, because I'm going to tell you it looks rainy. 31% 31% chance of, of rain. Um, so you figure a ground game. You figure Rashad Penny. You know, they might as well get a good long look at this running back now that he's finally healthy. And last week, Penny, finally he emerged, and then he disappeared, and then he emerged again last week. And snap percentage-wise, that broke out to 57% snap share when he emerged um, a few weeks ago versus Houston. Surprise, surprise. 137 yards, two touchdowns. Versus the Rams, only 42% snap percentage, 11 carries, 39 rush yards. And then Chicago. Versus Chicago last week, 54% snap percentage. Got his typical 17 carries, 135 yards, and a touch. Okay, okay. Um, it's just a little interesting. Um, I mean, he's playing Detroit. So, really good matchup. So, I mean, you, you just you got to put him there. All right. So, Rashad Penny, 61, which is kind of appropriate. But we'll put him on there. Rashad Penny. 
Oh, that's only one. I feel like might be a little risky. Boomer bust. Um, Lockett and Metcalf could just destroy this uh, defense too. God. But they're always priced up there. Seahawks defense has been playing very well. Um, you know, Amon Ra St. Brown has a good matchup, but he's still not a beast in my opinion. Um, I know Josh Reynolds isn't going to play this one. Still don't have Hawkinson, so they're going to throw it a lot. You've got DeAndre Swift back in this game. I don't know. I just don't think they're going to score a ton, so that's it. And with that, in the longest ever DFS episode, last one of the year, let's just go back and look at all, all the values we got here. So starting at quarterback, Trey Lance, 4,800. Um... And Dak Prescott, 67. At running back, Eli Mitchell, 6K. Joe Mixon, 75. Devin Singletary, 5,400. Jonathan Taylor, 9K flat. Chase Edmonds, if um, J-Con is out, 57. And then Rashad Penny at 61. At wide receiver, Gabe Davis on a three-touchdown streak at 5K. Darnell Mooney at 55. Darius Toney, a little risky, but 4,600. Ty Freak. 8,300 in a must-win game there. A.B. locked the week at 61. Uh, Cooper Cup, you know, carries some risk at 9,500 in a rain game. Um, a lot of people will be looking at that one. With uh, the Bengals throwing for over 500 yards last week. Mari Cooper at 66. Love it. Gallup at 4,800. Another, you know, love in a high-scoring game. Uh, Christian Kirk at 58. <sighs> love, love. And then Mark Wes Callaway, love at 46. At tight end, Kelsey, 73. Zacherts, 52. Cole Komet, 3,400. You're welcome. We got through this huge, monstrous slate. The last one of the year. Thank you for listening to this experimental, magnificent season. Maybe we'll get better next year. Who knows? Otherwise, goodbye, good luck. Enjoy life without football.